the American people allow private banks to control the issuance of their currency, first by inflation and then by deflation. The banks and corporations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of all their property until their children wake up homeless in the continent their fathers conquered. Friday nights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with me, you wacky prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They're driving me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRW. US. You suck! Each and every Friday evening. On RazRadioLive.com. Masqueraded your doctor Pills become bullets and they poison your water A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter So men in masks come for your wife and your daughter Whoa. Now what? Here they come for the guns And God and demons disguise as priests and nuns Time to run with no place to go Except Honduras with a man called Porto Jones Selling bones and they disguise with robot drones Check the infrared radar for UFOs Silver and gold, behold the weather's controlled By genetically modified hybrid clones Focus with subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on It's the chemtrails, guys It's the
Joe Show, we have the finest studios. Where's your studio? Because, like, I'm in a studio now. It has guitars and some kind of UV light that will fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. One, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. <laughs> And smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Iowa like that. I'll slap the donkey That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com. Jordan Page, you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio. Oh, well, 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 here we are. Another Tuesday for you. It is Tuesday, February 3rd, 2015. A little bit after 5 o'clock. You know, I cut that intro down a little bit because I know some of you guys sweat out when I do long intros. And I tend to do a little longer on Tuesdays just because, you know, just getting back from work and got to get everything together. But, you know, I cut a, a song out of there for you just to speed up the process a little. Because, you know, today is going to be a really good show. I'm looking forward to it. We got uh, that's something I haven't spoken to in a really long time. And I'm looking forward to talking to him. I've been following him for, oh, God, almost five years, I'll bet you. Uh, and that would be Popeye from FederalJack.com. He'll be joining us at the 530. At the 530. <laughs> in the 530 hour, uh, however you want to say that, I guess would work fine for me. I hope everybody had a good week. You know, I I like to always try to start out with some pleasantries and and, uh, wish everybody a a, a welcome, a welcome, a welcome to uh, to this week's show. Um, not to start out on a on a sad note, uh, but I do want to mention that you know we lost in the radio world, uh, we lost a a very uh, a very good listener, somebody who is always involved, uh, no matter what aisle. You stand on in, in the radio world. Um, Carl Howie, uh, just a Facebook friend, just somebody I knew off of Facebook. Uh, listened to my shows, listened to other shows I was involved with. Uh, passed away uh, out of nowhere the other night. Uh, so I just wanted to, to wish him a, you know, a safe travels to wherever is next. And, uh, I'm going to miss your banter. You were a fun guy to, to have, you know, to go back and forth with. Uh, you were always a supporter and, uh, farewell, my friend. So, you know, with that said, we gotta recognize those things when they happen. Uh, it's, it's a weird, you know, we can go back a few shows ago of mine. And probably multiple times in shows of mine. And I've said, you know, everybody touts how the, the, the medical industrial pl- complex is, has saved us, has, has made it, you know, made our lives last longer. That now we, you know, we, we live so much later in life because of the technical advances of medicine. 
Well, I think once we see the people that are in their 90s right now, and I've got a lot of them living here, and I've, I've had this conversation before, I've spoken this before, the people in their 90s that are starting to die off now that are super healthy, don't take any pharmaceuticals, have, have always eaten the fattiest things they can. Once they're gone, we're going to see a massive change in the in the life expectancy because I'm seeing people in their 50s dying regularly. This is not like just happening. I mean, I've been watching it now for years. I'm seeing my father's friends dying in their 60s. We're going to see a major swing in that. I really honestly, deep down inside, believe that. I think we're seeing the evidence of it. Way too many young people are dying. I lost my uncle, what, two years ago, a year and a half ago? We see all these people with disease and, and sick. And I'm sure we'll talk a lot about that with Popeye, because I know he goes down the same track as I go. I will say that uh, the 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 hate that is pushed towards the people that that think a different way, the people that uh you know maybe don't want to vaccinate their child, maybe don't feel the necessity to uh, go see a doctor for every little thing, to get put on antibiotics for every little sniffle. It's your choice what you want to do with your children. And I always say that. I never not say that. I don't care what you guys do with, with, with your children. And you shouldn't care what, what I, what I do with mine. I mean, obviously if I'm, you know, beating them with a, a two by four, then maybe care a little bit. But this is, this is something that is becoming a major divide and you're seeing it, uh, in, in any mainstream source that you might watch. You know, and it's amazing how people attack you in, in, in areas that they know you can't see them and, and indirectly attack you when you know that we've seen it. You know, that's just bad form. Bad form. Attack me directly or just forget about me. That's the way I think about it. So, you know, what we will talk about, vaccines are not going to go away. The the measles scare, the measles epidemic is not going to go away. If you're listening earlier to Jack Blood, you know, people go, well, your unvaccinated child is, is endangering my vaccinated child. Well, how do we not know that your vaccinated child is not endangering my unvaccinated child? It is said that for up to 28 days or more, most vaccines will shed the virus, and you could feasibly get sick from that. Maybe that's how this whole outbreak began, for all we know. They haven't really told us uh, much information about patient zero. They say they can't figure it out. Uh, they also aren't saying whether the, the strains are catching are natural or uh, possible vaccine-induced. So there's a lot of questions about that. Uh, of course, we'll touch on some... Some police fun, uh, some good news, some bad news. I always like to touch on that. Uh, I, when Popeye's on with me, I want to bring up, and maybe you guys will enjoy this, maybe you won't. I know he's more into this than I am. Is the uh, There's a lot of talk about Illuminati sim in the symbolism that has been portrayed in the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll get into my thoughts on that when, when I got Popeye with me, because I'd like somebody to present it. So we can understand it. You know, uh, I hear a lot of people talk about it all the time. 
And I'm not, I don't not think it's there. I just, I just, we'll get into that in a little bit. Don't you worry. Uh, what else are we gonna talk about here? You know, I, I'm doing a bad thing tonight. I, I gotta make sure I'm catching myself on that. <clears throat> uh, the CIA and the Mossad killed senior Hezbollah figures in car bombs. Who is the real terrorist would be my question on that. Another one we'll get into. Uh, I'm just kind of giving you guys a quick rundown here in the beginning, let you know what we're in store for, and you will, you will, trust me, enjoy the segment with Popeye. I just, uh, Popeye and I, like I said, we, I've known him for, not known him personally, I've never met him personally, uh, but I've known him for a good uh, four years as far as following him for information and news and using his site uh, for reference. A lot of videos that I've obtained came from, from his research and, and putting them together. So I really respect his opinion. And uh, we I interviewed him a long time ago. And I'm really just looking forward to talking to him again. He's had a lot of, of things in his life that happen. Uh, maybe we can discuss that in the beginning to just see what that's done to his directions and his uh, his thought pattern on, on what's going on in the world. Many things we can talk about. I'm just scanning through here. I've got 8 million tabs in front of me with all the things that I want to make sure we touch on tonight. That's that's the kind of the way I do it. You know, I just throw these tabs up here. And I go, okay, let's see what would be interesting to go over tonight. And I'll just scan through them. You know, it sounds kind of haphazard, but it works really well because you get, you get my initial response. I like this one while we got some time. Uh, this one here, survey says one in three Americans believe police routinely lie to serve their own interest. An exclusive new Reuters poll showing a surprising number of Americans believe that they do. Reuters opinions editor Jason oh. Fields. One third of all Americans think that the police lie on a daily basis about, you know, to get their own way, uh, to put people in jail. Whatever it is that the police are doing, one third of Americans believe that they lie. The poll showing that number higher in certain groups, from 31% overall to 39% of Democrats, 41% of young people, and 45% of African Americans. This lack of trust can fuel outrage following recent instances of police using lethal force. The poll also revealed large gaps in public opinion. Asked if police officers tend to unfairly target minorities, 69% of African Americans said yes, as did 54% of Latinos, but only 29% of whites agreed. But there was widespread agreement on one issue. Nearly three-quarters of Americans approve of the job done by their local police department, including a majority of African Americans, whites, Democrats, and Republicans. An analyst who looked at the data said that it actually made the analogy to Congress, which is that everybody hates Congress in general, but everyone thinks their own congressman is great. And uh, therefore, you know, you get 90% incumbency. So in a sense, it's, it's actually a sort of a similar phenomenon. People feel very much more comfortable with their own police department than they do with the idea of law enforcement. Despite months of anti-police protests across the country and surprisingly high levels... Of yeah, so we know how that goes. Uh, you know, I got a caller that just jumped in here. Uh, Trip, are you up there? What's going on, man? Not much. How you been? Good. Uh, I, I, Sorry, I jumped in before I knew you were hitting a topic, but uh, did you see this RFID thing? You know, I didn't get a chance to read that yet. Is that the uh, implants in the hands... Well, are you talking about, yeah, you're talking about certain companies and you're also talking about, uh, I, I saw one today that was also talking about, uh, your, your right to travel, uh, flight. You know, I've been working all day and others. I had anything that came out today or early or late last night. I haven't had a chance to review. So get, tell me some information about it because I wanted to read that I, later. 
I, yeah, I just I just skimmed through it. I, honestly, I, I didn't do a lot of uh, back stuff on it, but I, I, I read through it a little bit, and uh, they're talking about real ID. You know, we've heard this for years. This is something that you and I have touched on for a long period of time. And then once it starts to, and we all know about the slow integration of things like this. So this 2016 is when they're talking about doing this, start of 2016, and rolling it out for, hey, you know, it's your right to travel. Uh, you know, we, we got to protect you from the terrorists. If, it, if the TSA pat-downs aren't enough, um, we need the Real ID Act in order to fly. Well, and Trip, keep in mind... Um this is this might be the next step to it, but if you have a, a a state driver's license with your star on it, you're already in the Real ID Act. You know, you're already right. compliant to that. So that was really the first uh, phasing in process to get everybody to accept that. Um, a lot yeah, of it, states it, have those those chips on their on their licenses. You know, my military ID has uh, not an RFID, but it's got the the reader on there. So yeah, and for. For those for those that don't know about that, you know, there I I did that and I had to renew my license uh, last year, and um, you know, they, they they didn't explain what that means really. I knew what it was, but they're like, oh, you don't ever have to bring in your because we're all know, we all know the nightmare of the DMV having to bring in your social security card, blood samples, mother's maiden name, birth certificates, etc. Yeah. And and anybody they're like you'll never have to do this again okay well now you're a part of real id act as well yeah you know it, it's it's funny how they work that in. it's like with this whole uh i don't know if you saw the story this past week about the uh the tsa and how they want to hire outside companies to help with the evaluation and screening for the pre-flight pre-flight uh program that they have that you were you know the advanced screening program uh, i forget what it's called exactly so they they talked about hiring these outside companies and part of the review process that they're presenting in the contracts is that social network data, uh, different things along those lines, what you purchase on eBay or, or on Amazon are all things that they can use in the pre-screening process to determine if you should be eligible to, to just get right on the plane with this, this process. So if you haven't seen that, that's another thing to look at because it all ties together. Uh, they want to, sure. they want to idea us in some way, shape, form, quick, easy, and how can they get us on the train to the, to the FEMA camp, you know? <laughs> right, right. Well, and bringing stuff like that in, you know, something that we've, again, talked about for a long time now, you know, everybody goes, oh, it can't happen here. It can't happen here. Well, once you start reaching out to these third party entities, um, you've got a real problem and, and you start to have people that don't care. This is not about a, uh, whether the audience believes in it or not, the country or whatever, you know, it's, oh, uh, Americans will never turn, uh, militarization of police and the military will never turn their guns on American citizens. Well, we've got NATO for things like that. And I, I kind of look at something like that in, in sort of the same vein. You know, when you start reaching out third party and it's that bad that it, it, obviously their their system already is not sufficient enough for them, uh, you get a lot of people that really don't give a shit at the end of the day, and it's just bad news all around. Well, that goes back to the whole incrementalism, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, that goes back to that again, because you go back to the mid 
late 80s when they really started to to give us reason to up the the police state uh and then you you slowly travel through those years and each year they they push something new push something new uh we've seen it accelerate obviously since 911 but that's how they do everything that they try to to do is through incremental why can't i say that now say it for me real fast cuz i'll get it uh, uh, incrementalization <laughs> incrementalism that's what i was trying to say yeah, yeah so exactly yeah. you know it's it's funny how that works and and how everything around us is done that way everything and that, for everybody for everybody that's been paying attention long enough you know, we, we said this five to ten years ago, and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, we really did wake up not knowing uh, where it was until it was there as as a society, as a culture, until it's already right in front of our faces. We're already there, man. This is not, you know, it's not a, a, a new thing. It's just all of a sudden we woke up and, wow, shit's a lot different now. And That's what and shocks me. That, that's really what shocks me in the you know five and so years that I've been doing this. Now things don't, I don't even notice some things, you know, like some things when they start talking about Congress and the president, that for some reason that just rolls right over me. I don't even pay attention yeah. to it anymore. Yeah, I don't even Absolutely. care. <laughs> it just, right. it doesn't make sense to follow that because at this point in time you realize how contrived it is. When you've, if you've been doing this or listening to this information for more than, I don't know, I'd say two and a half to three years, you start just, a lot of stuff rolls over. off. Yeah, it rolls right off. You just start glazing over some of it. But, uh, hey, man, I know you got stuff to hit, so uh, I'll let you jam. And uh, Yeah, we got you uh, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Um, For sure. You can find them here on Raz Radio Live or also on uh, um, J-Rev Radio, uh, the two places. His home, obviously, is J-Rev. So make sure you check out Trip Pugh and his boys. Much love, dude. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right, later. Peace. Yeah, Trip Pugh, he's another great guy. He does all this kind of stuff. He pays attention to it. And he's got a, for a young guy, uh, which is, I guess I can say that now. I'm going to be a grandpa soon. So, oh, this young whippersnapper here, Trip Pugh, he got some good information that he'll put out to you. Trust me. Just give him a listen every once in a while. <laughs> you know, it's so weird to see the picture of my son and his uh, fiance, girlfriend, mother-to-be. Together, they look happy, and I'm really hoping that that's going to be the positive route that it goes on, and they can they can use that happiness and love to to make sure that it works out right, and and they do all the right things for each other. That's all I hope for them and my grandchild. <sighs> my grandchild. Wow.
consciously suffering Echinacea buffering We aim to remember what we choose to forget God's sister baby And her diaper is wet Call the police What's up, Reds Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. Words are for the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country. What's life worth? Could you ever notice a difference in the beginning? Or was it just an illusion created by the magician? Listen, 
to addition. Economists don't know how to subtract and do the division. Society is greed stricken, sipping red rum, stepping over half dead bums to feed pigeons. It's an illusion of safety and it's a hazard. When the only real choices you got is paper or plastic. This shit is truly terrifying. When old rich men keep designing wars for young poor people to die in. with the Republicans on the, uh, the with the rest of the Republicans on this stage has raised questions about whether or not you can actually win the general the Republican nomination sir well we've only had two little primaries so far so it's pretty premature to decide which one is going to be the candidate but you know when, when you think about it if you measured everything I've ever said every vote I've ever taken against the Constitution you know, I'm a strict constitutionalist. Are you suggesting the Republicans should write me off because I'm a strict constitutionalist? I'm the most conservative member here. I have voted, you know, against more spending and wasting government than anybody else. So you're suggesting that I'm not electable and the Republicans don't want me because I'm a strict fiscal conservative? Because I believe in civil liberties? Why should we not be, be defending civil liberties? And why should we not be de talking about foreign policy that used to be the part of the Republican Party? Mr. Republican Robert Taft didn't even want us to be in NATO. And you're saying now that we have to continue to borrow money from China to finance this empire that we can't afford? I, let me see if I get this right. We, we need to borrow $10 billion from China, and then we give it to Musharraf, who's a military dictator who overthrew an elected government, and then we go to war, we lose all these lives promoting democracy in Iraq. I mean, what's going on here? And you're saying, and you're saying that this insinuation that I am less Republican because of that?
Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to The First 52, where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. They don't understand where I come from. I've been down That's right, guys. Welcome back to The First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. You know, got to take a break every once in a while. I had to get set up with Popeye, make sure he had everything ready to go. I have a feeling this is going to be a, a really great conversation. Uh, when you don't talk to somebody from a, for a long time, you know, there's a lot of things to go back and forth about. Uh, we, we agree on a lot of different things. So uh, with no further ado, uh, I want to bring Popeye from FederalJack.com and Truth Frequency Radio uh, on board. I mean, how you doing, Popeye? How's it going, Sean? It's good to be back. Yeah, man, it's really nice to hear you again with us. Um, it's been a It's been a crazy couple years, I think, for both of us. Uh, you know, me starting a station and, and, and trying to fill it and figuring that out. Uh, you moving to another station, uh, moving to another part of the country and, and having a, 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 a moment I couldn't even imagine having to go through. Um, so first of all, I, I'd like to extend my condolences, condolences to you and say, you know, listen, man, I've watched you go through this travel of losing your wife and, and, um, you've been very strong and very inspirational for a lot of people going through that. Well, uh, thank you. Um, it was very, uh, I can honestly say it's one of the toughest things. Well, it, not one of, it's the toughest thing I've ever had to face, uh, in my entire life. And, uh, it's something, it's not like you get over it or whatever. You deal with it every day. Uh, you just learn how to live again. And a lot of people are actually, I, I keep hearing this, that people are quite surprised by how, um, handling myself everybody keeps saying to me oh i would be doing this or i would be doing that honestly i don't think i don't think that's the case i think people really underestimate their own strength people put themselves down too much i i think that honestly you don't know what you can handle until you have no other choice but to handle it yeah there comes a time where you have to step up and you you there is no well this is what i would do there's no thinking about it it's it's what you do it's it comes natural it, it just kind of flows out of you as you as you go through the experience and uh that's really how i look at it when i think about it you know you can't prepare for for something like that um no matter how much notice and there were i don't really remember there being a lot of notice it was just out of nowhere uh, is that not correct yeah she um my wife had asthma and she had a sudden asthma attack uh actually about a half hour before i was supposed to go on air one night uh it was a tuesday night and um I performed CPR on her and, um, she almost died in my arms and I brought her back and then the paramedics came and they, they kept her alive. She arrested in the ambulance a few times on the way to the hospital. And unfortunately, even though I was able to physically save her and so were the paramedics, there wasn't enough oxygen to her brain. And, uh, three days later I had to take her off life support. Hmm. She wouldn't, she wouldn't have wanted to live in that way anyway. So she, and I, her and I already had these conversations. Um, one thing that I keep telling people out of this that, I, I urge people is to have conversations with your spouse about this situation. Her and I always did. So I knew what her wishes were and she knew what mine were. If you haven't had these un uncomfortable conversations with your spouse, you need to. Because look, life can kick you in the balls when you least expect it. Okay. Five minutes, five minutes before I was performing CPR on her and she was blue. I was laughing and giggling with her in my studio right before she had, you know, she came in here, she was talking to me, we were laughing and giggling and then she walked out and she went into my bedroom. That was the last time that I, you know, I saw her that she wasn't in distress. The next time I saw her, she couldn't breathe and she turned blue in front of me and I had to do CPR on her. So 
Uh, again, my condolences, man. That's that's a, a very hard thing to go. And like I said, you were very uh, inspirational to a lot of people, the way you handled it. I know you traveled a little bit to places that uh, were her favorite spots, uh, delivering some of her ashes, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to ensure that she got to be where she wanted to be in the final moments. And uh, just great job, man. I mean, uh, I feel for you, but great job in how you handled it and displayed it out to people. Well, she wouldn't have wanted me to do uh, it any other way. And honestly, uh, if it, I guess if it helps people to get through their own personal tragedies, then that's good. Um, you know, I, I'd rather there be a silver lining to this. That's why I did a show where I talked about her legacy and how good she was of a human being to inspire others to try to live that way. Because that's actually how everybody wants to know how we beat the the prison planet and the 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 one world government and the the chemtrailing and all this crap. Well, the solution, the the base solution, is that you have to be the change. You have to change your perspective, and then everything else will come from that. Like all the other answers to any problems will stem from that. And that's the way to do it. I mean, I I can't I can't argue with that. You 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 just you have to be what you want to be, what you want to see everything become. So you know, let's uh, it's a hard thing to to move on from, and you know, with life comes death, with death comes new life. Uh, where do you stand on religion? I, I don't think we ever really discuss religion because well, organized religion I think is BS. But I mean, I am very, I am spiritual. I believe there's a, a creative energy. I like to call it the grand architect. Um, I don't think it's a man or a woman. I think it encompasses both masculine and feminine energy, obviously. Uh, but I, I don't think it's just. I, don't, I, I think calling it a him or a her anthropomorphizes whatever that intelligence, omnipotence, energy is. And I just don't think mankind has a full uh, comprehension of it because we've we've been lied to and stuff. That's one of the reasons I'm I'm not don't get me wrong I'm not like totally like you know hunky dory with everything that happened, but I I understand death much differently than many people because I have a different view on where we go after you know after here. So I I don't think that you know you just drop dead and then that's it. You know what right. I mean? I think that there's way more to it than that. Well, you said, you, you said by change of, uh, well, I, I don't know the exact quote, but a lot of what I believe, uh, what we're taught as religion, whether it be Christian, Protestant, Jewish, Muslim, uh, it's not what it's meant to be per se. It's not what it originated as. Um, it's been more created and controlled by humans. At least that's the way I look at, at what I read and, and the way things are, are read out. It, the, what does that mean to us, though? Because, I mean, I'm looking at an article here, the Vatican's in another child abuse scandal uh, issue where they've got a, a, preach, a, a priest or whatever locked up in the Vatican waiting to go through the Vatican court uh, for doing something that if you or I did, we'd be in jail. So I, I, that's where I was spinning around to it. We're, we're, because I know you're big on that, and you, you study a lot of the occultist symbols, which I want to talk about that after we get through the Vatican sex scandal. But have you seen the story and, and looked into this at all? Uh, I've I've heard of it a little bit. I haven't looked into it deeply, but it doesn't it doesn't surprise me because things like that get covered up. And and again, with the it's not that I guess you could say they get special treatment, but uh, I, saying it just like that and blowing it off like that. There's more to it. It's more than just special treatment. There's a reason they get that special treatment because these pedophiles are connected to bigger networks. They know where the bodies are buried, so to speak. Well, that yeah. How does that lead us back to the, the controllers, to the 
to the way they use that to control us. You know, look at the scandal with the royal family that was out in the newspapers and big. You know, it was actually being talked about for like three days. Suddenly, there's a mass shooting. Suddenly, there's another mass shooting, and oh my God, we, we you know, oh oh oh, everybody, everybody loved France, and oh my God, we have to be behind France. Those crazy Muslims. I mean. Doesn't does does nobody see that this is like oh look over here don't look over here where's all the attention to the pedophile scandal where'd that go right and it felt that that the the shooting there fell right out of the news what in a week and a half two weeks I haven't heard exactly. anything about that so they they take things even if it let's say it wasn't let's just say that let, let's say for giggles that it wasn't it wasn't contrived let's say that was a natural event let's say it just happened even if that was the case they cover it only to use it as a cover to push other things out of the news cycle, and then once it's run its course and they no longer need it, onto the next thing. Like some deflated footballs, maybe. Maybe that's another good cover for something. What, what oh did we miss God. this past this two weeks? This country, dude, really? Like uh, nobody <laughs> cares about the you know the police state. Nobody cares about vaccines having adjuvants in them that kill their children. And everything else. No, no. Let's get upset because somebody deflated a football. <laughs> Who cares if they deflated a football? Really, who cares? Does, does, does the deflated football affect your checking account at the end of the day? Does it feed your children? Well, it depends on if you bet, maybe. You know, if you're a betting man, it, it might affect your paycheck. You never well, know. Well, you're an idiot. That's not, <laughs> that, that, but that's not the football's fault. See, that's the person projecting their bad choices onto the player and onto the football that was deflated. That's not, <laughs> even if they cheated, that's not their fault. You're the idiot that bet money. Right. Your exactly. personal responsibility. Ah. Yeah, that's what it always comes down to, though, personal responsibility. Now, you went into the debate or to the vaccine issue. Let's touch on that because I know next week I got a, a guy that uh, I found on this forum that I'm on uh, that's going to be joining me. And we're going to talk a lot of vaccines. Unfortunately, uh, if you watch me, uh, not necessarily you, but the people out there, the, the listeners that listen to me and follow me on Facebook and Twitter, I go through kind of cycles where things take over. And it's kind of that's actually driven by the mainstream media itself. Uh, because if you think about it, we have to counteract the BS that they're putting out on a regular basis. So if they're pushing on something as important as, as vaccination and this measles outbreak and, and all this bullshit they're talking about, uh, it forces us to, to fall into a pattern, at least people like me who, who don't spend as much time because we, we only have short periods of time to, to be able to get into it. Uh, it forces us to really concentrate on that one topic. Now, this morning I was reading the vaccine vaccination debate flares in GOP presidential race. Uh, did you see this article at all, uh, um, Popeye? No. What? Let me guess. They're saying that. The, let me let me just guess. The the GOP is saying that vaccines should be forced on people. Well, no. It's it's go. It's getting into uh, Chris Christie and the Rand Paul, where they both kind of came out with a a semi anti vaccine stance. Uh, as I read through this, what really, really got me, though, uh, was the comment. I, I'm just really looking for it again here because I, I, I just reopened it. It talks about how the government will make the decision. Here it is. I also understand, I, I also understand that parents need to have some measure of choice in things as well. So that's the balance that the government has to decide. And this is from Ron, uh, from Obama. That was a, a quote from him as in re reaction to this whole thing. Well, first of all, they're gonna. This is gonna be used because the the 2016 selection is coming up. Mm -hmm. 
Right. That, well, I mean, it, it, they, look, let's just be honest. There's going to be Jeb versus Hillary, and then they're going to pick one of those two D-bags. Yeah. So, it, you know, giant douche or turd sandwich, choose your choose your destiny. Fight. We've been saying the same thing over here on Raz Radio, dude, my show for 18 months or so, that it was going to be those two. I, I agree with you 100% that that's who we're I've been saying. predicting it for, like, a, a good year, year and a half. I yeah. mean, like, it's going to be Jeb versus Hillary. No, no, no. Yeah, it's going to be Jeb versus Hillary. They'll have a Rand or a, a Ted Cruz attached to that ticket somewhere, and then it'll be Hillary slash whatever. They should just make it Jeb Hillary 2016 <laughs> and just cut through the crap. Right, exactly. You know what's funny, though, is, is when it happens, and that's what it is, uh, people like you and myself and other people have been saying uh, that it's going to be those two. Uh, they'll go. Oh, you just got lucky, you know. That's your you and your conspiracy guys. You you every once in a while, I found a needle in the haystack. That's that's just how it works, you know. So how do we counteract that all the time? You know, that's that's what's thrown in our face all the time when we get into the, all these different subjects, whether it be the vaccination, whether it be the election, whether you it have be... to learn. You have to learn logical fallacies. Honestly, you have to learn rational debate. You have to learn the rules of rational argumentation because what happens is, this is why I go over this all the time on my show, and I point it out left and right, because if you do not, what happens is you're going yourself, you're going to get engaged in these side debates, these straw man arguments, and before you know it, you're, you're arguing an argument that doesn't, you shouldn't even be argued, you're wasting your time. That's the whole point of the straw man argument or a red herring, is to drag you off the main path. Right. So if you understand, you have to have an understanding of what they are so you can see what they are. It's like having it's like taking the, the glasses from They Live. Right. Right. The Hoffman sunglasses. Yep, and yep. You put you, you put them on. You can see the lies and the logical fallacies being thrown at you in an argument. OK. And not only does it apply in a debate, dude, but you can apply that in your real world life, too. When you go out and you deal with people in the real world, people have been so programmed to act like that and to just use logical fallacies and actually turn logic and common sense off that even in your everyday life you run into this. So by being able to spot logical fallacies and use it in a debate, you can also use it in your real life to take people on too. So well, it's hard though when when let's go back to the vaccine debate, right? Uh anytime you get into a debate, if you research autism and vaccine, uh a lot of the times one of the first people it brings you to is Andrew Wake, Wakefield. Uh, we're both very familiar with him, I'm sure, and uh, the work that he's done and, and the accusations put against him. And uh, you, you, the way this stuff works, it makes it so hard to believe that that's actually what went down. And then there's people that say it's, it's come out that he was vindicated and that that is proper and what he did wasn't wrong and and uh, so on and so forth. So that's always the the thing they throw in your face is his. Uh, you know, being thrown out of the medical field. What, what's your response when somebody brings that? Because that's one of the main arguments you always get. Again, that's <clears throat> it, people aren't understanding the depth of it. They'll just go, "Oh, well, he was thrown out of the medical field, so yeah, he's he's no good." Well, don't you think he was thrown out of the medical field for a reason? The American Medical Association tells people to take fluoride. Tells them it's perfectly fine. They push vaccines. Does that mean that? Therefore, you should just do it because this association of quote-unquote doctors told you to do so. Maybe you should find out why they believe what they believe. There's more to it. Everybody just takes things at face value and then, pfft, like, Wakefield was proven right, okay? 
And what about the CDC whistleblower that came out and said they admit he came out and said, yeah, we, we fudge the numbers. Yeah, fudge the numbers in the, the study of the black, young black children yep. with vaccinations. Some MMR vaccines where they were getting autism. Yeah, but hey, we just, we, we lied. We fudged the numbers, but don't pay, pay no attention to that. The pro vaccine crowd, they don't care about that. They don't care about facts. They care about their pseudoscience that they've been fed. And, and God forbid you throw the uh, vaccine injury compensation fund up with one point oh, five billion dollars since nineteen eighty six paid out to families. Count. That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't mean that means nothing. They respond when you bring logic and stuff like that. They despond. They respond with, "I hope your kids get sick," mm-hmm. and things like like they wish ill and death on people's children. Okay, my friends, I have I have very close Aaron and Melissa. Okay, Aaron Dykes, Melissa Mountain from True Stream Media. Yep. Okay. They're, 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 they're together. They're engaged, right? Melissa has kids, right? They're Aaron's stepchildren. Their kids were wished death upon by people. Okay. A very close friend of mine, very, 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 very close personal friend of mine, Jamie. Same thing. Ill was wished on her children and any future children. Ill was wished on any future children I may have. I mean, it's, it's happened to us too because we don't vaccinate. but what kind of sick bastard does that, Sean? People who want to make a point, who who think they're smarter than you and better than you, uh, I I see it all the time. Because I think about that with some semblance of logic. I want you and your listeners to think about that for a second. They're telling you that they're defending children, and this is all for the kids' safety, except your kids. Your I, kids I mean, should die. Yeah. Yes, that's. I mean, I, and people that actually think along that lines should actually think about that for a minute, like. Listen to what you're actually advocating and saying. Well, that goes Think about that, what you're saying. That goes along the line of something I was talking about earlier. With, you know, they say that we're endangering their child because our child's not vaccinated, but it, it's proven. It's 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 in their you know research. It's in the the inserts that the vaccine sheds. So how do we not know that their vaccinated child's not endangering our unvaccinated child? Bingo. You know, which way is it? You know, so it's the other way around. It's that their little shedders are and them. <laughs> if they're vaccinated, they're shedding it all over the place, too. They're actually spreading. And it's it's that strain. Like there's a difference between the vaccine induced strains and then the wild strains, too. That's why vaccines don't work, because they're not the wild strain. They're one particular strain. And if there's a that's when they come up with the well, it's mutations fault. <laughs> no, it's them okay. putting it out there. But if, if, if mutation is a problem, Sean, by definition, vaccines don't work then. Right, because it can grow and move on, whereas if the body just does it naturally. Exactly. So then if, by definition, your vaccine really doesn't work and protect like you say it does, then is it worth the risks with all the heavy metals, the adjunctivants, and everything else that's in there that could kill your kid? Right. No, it's not. So you're, to all the pro-vaxxers, your argument's completely, logically invalid. Done. Well, that even goes my wife posted today, you know, uh, the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine uh, has a, a, a death rate of like 2%, whereas getting the measles has a death rate of like 0.04% or something. You know, so what? that's another thing you have to look at. What's the, the actual death rate? And we know that, guess what? I had the chicken pox. I'm sure you had the chicken pox when you were a kid. Well, I said this last week. When when we got the chicken pox, all the families got together in the in the neighborhood Brought all the kids together and had a party because your kid was sick with chicken pox to make sure they got it so that it was over and done with at a young age, which it needs to be naturally because the body does what it's supposed to do at that point in time. Dude, when I was 18 months old, my brother had the chicken pox. Do you know what my, bro- my mother did? My mother picked me up, put me in the room, and closed the door. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? I've been immunized against chickenpox ever <laughs> since. Yep. I've been around people with chickenpox, and everybody else in the room is freaking out. Ah! They all run out, and I'm like, whatever. Yep, people I'm... are like, well, aren't you afraid? No, already had it. Aren't you worried about getting the shingles, though? No, I'm not, and I'm not going to take some friggin' vaccine for it either. <laughs> I saw those commercials. Did you have chicken pox as a child? We've got a vaccine for that. But, but, but wait, I don't need any, any vaccine. <laughs> I, what do you want to bet you get the vaccine, suddenly you get shingles? Right, exactly. It's, it's, it's funny because we know, you know, I live in a 55 plus community. I work here. I do the maintenance on the property. So I know every single resident here, right? And ever, they come in, they do the vaccine here, the flu vaccine. They, everybody gets sick, uh, and then they wonder why the, the most, I read this morning also that the, the highest rate of, uh, hospitalized seniors in, in, you know, history or whatever in the past 25 years, whatever it was, because of the flu. But they're all getting vaccinated because they're told that they're the, you know, the biggest risk to, to, to get the flu. People don't look at that and they don't see that. I don't know. It just makes me crazy. So we have a lot of people refusing to take vaccination i think the the rate in california in that one area where the outbreak happened is what 96 percent or something like that maybe a little less than that so popeye do you think they would i I don't know uh vaccinate us without us being knowledgeable of receiving a vaccination uh there's something i talk about a lot i think you covered a, a decent amount and it's one of the theories and one of the ideas thrown into this this whole subject of geoengineering, uh, solar radiation management, chemtrails, whatever you may want to call it. What if the, you know, they're going, well, nobody wants to vaccinate. Let's just add it to that. Well, uh, there is that idea that you could spray it. Uh, I do think that they would forcefully vaccinate you even without your consent or knowledge of it. I don't think they're spraying it in the sky though. Okay. And there's, there's a multitude of reasons for that. Uh, you spraying vaccines at 30,000 feet, wind shift, the sunlight up there, direct sunlight, uh, it, it's, it's, it, you know, you direct sunlight like that, it, who knows the, the effect that's going to have the, the temperature, there's a big temperature difference if you're in direct sunlight at that height. Wouldn't it kill some of the live bacteria or whatever or viruses or whatever the hell it is that they, they put in there? It just, there's a multitude of things. I don't think it would work scientifically to spray things from that high. Maybe if it was lower level spraying, yes. If they were flying around at like 2000 feet, and maybe, you know, like they used to spray with like the DDT when we were kids and all right. that crap. Right. Okay, yeah. Or when they spray like they do for mosquitoes, that they could do it. That I would say if they were going to like aerosolize it and spray it, and yes. But like chemtrailing, no. But they will vaccinate you without you even knowing it if they put it in, let's say, mosquitoes. I was just going to go Now, where have I heard about that? Oh, that's right. The Mr. Keys. Vaccine proponent himself. Mr. Bill Gates. And what are they doing in the Keys right now? Genetically, Genetically mos- modified <laughs> mosquitoes, <dude. Yep. laughs> Right down here in the Florida Keys. Yeah, it's amazing, man. What so, do you think they're genetically modifying in there, Sean? Oh, uh, well, they want to kill, you know, the females before they yeah. can lay their eggs. Or, you know. Right, sure. <laughs> because because horror movies about zombies and everything else have never, ever started off with they were trying to do one thing and they had a complete different, you know, there was a different reaction than we thought. Oh, my God. No. Dude, I don't, I'm not saying that they are putting vaccines in the mosquitoes by the way in the keys all i'm saying is they're genetically modifying mosquitoes down there and bill gates has openly talked he did it at a conference he threw a bunch of mosquitoes out into the into the room after talking about you know you're gonna you're not gonna have to worry about saying no to vaccines because we're gonna put them in the mosquitoes and just let the mosquitoes out and the mosquitoes will naturally vaccinate the populace so that way everybody will be safe 
So they're going to use mosquitoes, which have been known to spread disease, to spread vaccines? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. If they want to spread more disease. And they're genetically modifying thing, creatures, insects, that are known to spread disease. That's why they spray for mosquitoes. Yes, mosquitoes are annoying and they bite you, but that's not why they spray and kill them. They spray and kill them because they carry disease. Because they go, they drink blood, go to the next person, drink blood, go to the next person, drink blood. It's like sharing a dirty needle. That's why mosquitoes are sprayed for, ladies and gentlemen. So why the hell are people clapping when Bill Gates is like, we're going to put vaccines in the mosquitoes and release them into the populace? Check them right into you then. I don't know. It's... It's a lot of things to think about, don't you think? Of And people just think we're crazy for it, for wanting to, to point these things out. Just Google it. It's right there where but he talks about YouTube. it. It's right. Look, while the Internet still exists and you have it free, go use it. What have you heard about that? You know, I don't, like I said, there, uh, sometimes things just, once you get so far involved, you, you miss some things. And what are you hearing on the whole internet control front? I know I keep seeing it on Drudge and different sites, but what are you hearing? What's your, what's the direction? What do you think is going to happen? Or Well, right now I just had a bunch of hackers on and they're genuinely freaked out because, um, they're trying to put amendments to the current um, Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, which is what they jail hackers on. And basically the new amendments would be, and, and Wired Magazine has written about this. All these tech magazines are writing about this. But mainstream media is silent, obviously. And a lot of the alternative media is actually silent. That's why I did a show about it. And I interviewed uh, one of the guys who helped found Federal Jack. He's a member of a group called Hack Miami, which is a big hacker collective, and they're well known. And uh, uh, also one of the guys uh, from DEF CON, Another another big hacking conference that goes on uh, during the year, and both of these guys, I had them on, and we they were talking about what's going on. And if you read what's in these bills, if you listen to what you know these guys had to say, they're genuinely freaked out because they wanted these amendments. Sean would make like if a fourteen year old kid say say on RAS radio, right? Say you take you decide you're going to take a uh, YouTube video that you find. We'll use the WikiLeaks gunship video. As an example, okay. because that, that was real and that was leaked. So it's a perfect example, right? <clears throat> so say you find a copy. Now say I post it because I did originally. In fact, I got one of my accounts closed because I posted the original video when it first came out. Uh, and, and that was a big bone of contention. I, I ended up, I had a fight to get the friggin' account back. But what say I upload the WikiLeaks gunship video, right? You see it on YouTube. You post it to RAS Radio, right? You post it on the first 52 over there, right? right. You put it up on the site. You're like, everybody needs to see this. This is important. Boom. Okay. According to, according to, according to the new amendments to the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act that they want to pass, based off of the supposed hacking of Sony, right? And, oh my God, they're going to hack our power plants. We must do something. Ah! Right? You mean the blame on Sony, which, or the blame on uh, North Korea, which had absolutely nothing to do with it? Yes. Yes. So they want to, they want to, now their new goal is they want to, arrest hackers but to up the numbers of arrests they're going to make very legal things illegal so you post this video on that i put up to youtube you just embed it on your website and some 14 year old kid 15 year old kid who's awake happens to stumble across the link on twitter or facebook and he says oh my god share right well according to the computer fraud and abuse act that kid you and me all committed felonies and we all have to go to jail and I'm not kidding. Wow. 
You oh, know what? That, that's not that's not about that's not about stopping hacking. That's stopping the free flow of communication, Sean. That's stopping you and me from sharing something. And again, if some smart fifteen-year-old kid sees it, that's your. That's how communication works. You're you're reaching out, and somewhere else out in the world, someone's going, "Oh my God, what is this piece of information?" And they're learning, and the collective consciousness is opening up that much more. They, the powers that shouldn't be, don't want that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they they don't want people to grow and learn and and no. and go away from what the direction of what they want us to be in. I don't know. Uh, it's a lot of stuff to pick take in sometimes, Popeye people. Uh, it's hard to get to people because they don't put shows like yours or mine or or anybody else out there, Jack Blood or whoever it be that you listen to. They don't put our shows on terrestrial uh, very often. How do we continue to? Because you know, I you don't hear anything about nine eleven really anymore. Occasionally, you know, I listen. I'm, a, I'm a, I listen to Bubba the Love Sponge, and he has Lionel uh, Lionel Media on every other Tuesday, and it's nice to hear some of the information he brings out there. And, and puts onto a national syndicated show and, and that has a big listenership. So how do we continue to get to that point where we're getting this information out there? Like, when was the last time you saw a big 9-11 conference or a big 9-11 event? Well, like, 9-11 truth has kind of fallen apart a little bit. So I mean, we need to pick it back up. It's personal responsibility. You know, if if everybody out there is like, well, what happened to 9-11 truth? Well, then get up and do something yourself. Be, be wave two of 9-11 truth. I mean, there's, like, people, people keep asking, well, when is this gonna start again? Or when is, when you get up off your ass and you do something about it? That's when. That's the answer to everybody's questions. You, everybody listening, is the answer to your own questions. Do you get it? I always sign my show off at the end of every broadcast. I sign off with, the solutions to our problems are an inside job. Do you know why I say that? Because I'm trying to hammer the point home that people need to stop looking to outside sources. Even if it's an alternative radio host or a journalist or something, people put, you know, truth tellers, truth seekers, whatever, up on pedestals. They'll save us. No, we're not going to save you. I'm just going to point you in the right direction. You're going to save yourself. That's how this whole thing works. That's how this problem stops. And that's how they, the powers that shouldn't be, become irrelevant overnight. And that's how we can move on and enlighten as humanity. Then maybe we can go finish exploring the oceans and then go out into outer space, okay? But we can't do any of that cool stuff until we get past kindergarten, which is where we're at right now. <laughs> Governmental kindergarten? <laughs> well, seriously. I mean, government itself, literally, and this is not me being an anarchist. This is the truth. Government is a Latin word. It's a verb and a noun. It literally means to control the mind. I'm not kidding you. It's broken up into two words. Go look it up. It means to control the mind. I don't need mind control. Do we need some sort of base structure so everybody has like a set of guidelines to follow? Yeah, because that makes a little bit of sense. Having guidelines for society, like thou shall not kill, thou shall not rape. It, it, I'm, I'm not well, saying that makes sense. I mean, yeah, really, you know, it's not, moral. I'm not saying it in a religious sex, uh, sense. I'm just using that terminology. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, don't kill, don't rape. Like, I think that's all. Like pretty common sense stuff like that. Like don't don't hurt another human being. You know, um, natural law. Like I, I think it's all common sense stuff that we can get on and understand that there's a certain set of guidelines that we can all live by. But you don't need mind control, and you're not going to get any problem solved by somebody in some elected office 
Nobody goes into those elected offices with a cape and goes, I'm here, I'm going to change things. The machine is not set up that way. It's set up quite the opposite. So it doesn't work that way. The only way to fix things, because Washington ain't going to do it, is if we fix things. And when people go, well, what if Washington, what if, what if they send the military and the police out of Popeye? Well, the real problem is that, isn't it? So we don't go at them with violence because that's what the New World Order wants. The powers that shouldn't be want us to start a civil war because that's what they expect because that's what happened a couple hundred years ago with the Revolutionary War. So what do they do? They learn from past mistakes. I'm not saying the Revolutionary War that's there wasn't what... more to it, but they learn from past mistakes, and they want to push us into that again because that's what they can control. That's what they have, the tanks, the militarized police, the MRAPs, the FEMA camps. That's what that's for, dude. That's all that that's for. You know how we beat it? We don't play the game. We make them irrelevant. We change the perspective. You, get, you know, if the soldiers aren't there to fight and don't want to fight, there won't be a fight. If the cops pull their heads out of their asses and realize that they're us, that they're not some special class above the regular citizenry, right. and that they're looked at like dogs. Literally, the powers that shouldn't be call them their dogs. Mark Passio and I have gone over this a thousand times in my radio show. Go listen to his radio show. Okay, he'll talk. He's he's talked about it. Okay, I'm not kidding. You go on YouTube, type in Mark Passio military police symbology. There's plenty of videos of him talking about it. That's they even call, like that's even like I was going to say, Papa. You know, they they teach the police that our founding fathers were the the true terrorists. They were the first terrorists on the soil, right? And you get people that believe that it's right. about changing their perspective. So if if the powers that shouldn't be can change their perspective to negative, we need to change the perspective back to positive, back to where it should be. If they realize. If all you need to do is get soldiers and police to realize that they're on the same level, that they're not better, we're all equal. Yep, and if everybody started treating each other better, and it's not just cops and soldiers, it's also the general public needs to start treating each other better, too. Get rid of the racism. Get rid of the, you're black, you're Hispanic, you're white, you're Asian. Drop it. It's all bullshit. We're all drop, human beings. Yes. Drop the, the, you know, the separation of, oh, you're gay, you're straight. It's none of your business what, what someone's sexual preference is. Get over it. End of story. Politi politics? It's politics. Don't allow that to separate you as a human being. We have to look past this stuff. The division is driven home every day to us. Boom, 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 boom. Hate. Divide. Hate. Divide. Fear. Hate. Divide. Fear. We need to drop that and start to live literally. There's two frequencies, fear and love. We have to choose to step out of fear and live in love, which means we have to start to trust each other again, be good to each other again. You know, not be afraid. Why do you think this measles thing is going on? <laughs> it's look at. I mean, keeps fear going, keeps the vibe going. But what's the reaction based off of fear? I mean, right. if you talk, I, I bet you, if you and Lexi talk about anything related to vaccines, do, I'll bet. And and some anti, some pro vaccine person sees it. I'm sure because you guys have children at one point or another have gotten some negativity <sighs> thrown at you out of out of nowhere. Even if you're just like, well, you know, did you ever research it? Blah, 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 blah. That's fear, dude. Yeah. That's total oh, fear. Trust me, I'm, I'm getting it from a terrestrial guy out of Tampa area. That, that, that's just throwing at us left and right, even in groups that we can't see. He's, he's throwing it at us. I used to work with him and, and do a segment with him on his show. And, uh, it, it's sad to see that, that fear used. You know, one of the things you touched on was, you know, loss of, of, uh, guide. We lose our, our guide. We see more killing and more death and more, more, uh, bad things happening. Well, we can always, and, and I hate to say we can always attach it to this, but I think it's something that has crept upon us uh, over the past 20, 25 years 
that's really caused a lot of the problems. Now, I'm going to play this audio clip. I want you everybody to listen into this, and then we'll, we'll touch on this after you hear what they're imposing doing, or they're they're uh, not imposing. They're they're talking about doing whatever word I'm looking for there. Hopefully, it starts up right for me. Of course, you know. Well, when, Minnesota's know. largest school district is uh, thinking about screening high schoolers for depression and anxiety. As part of a state grant to improve mental health services, Anoka Hennepin Schools could offer screenings as soon as next fall. The idea is to get students to talk about something that they may not even understand is going on or that they hide from their parents. Nina Moyney talked with the district about how those screenings would work. So I think it's a, it's a good idea just to at least be able to see the warning signs of maybe there's something, you know, that this person needs to let out. The pressures of high school can be overwhelming for anyone. Mental health impacts overall health and then school performance. Dr. Nita Kumar says adolescents often have a harder time identifying when they're experiencing signs of depression. She says it's why the Anoka Hennepin School District is considering spending a $370,000 state grant to help test for depression in the classroom. Feeling down, depressed, irritable. The form is the same you'd get at the doctor's um, office. With parents' permission, the patient health questionnaire would be given to 10th graders in health class to start. Developmentally at that age, kids are now starting to take some more responsibility for their own health. Kumar calls it a chance to pick up on something students may not be sharing at home um, or at school. We're able to make sure that they get adequate care um, as early as possible. It's also about prevention. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among adolescents in Minnesota after accidents. Anoka Hennepin schools garnered national attention after seven students took their own lives between September 2009 and May 2011. Results? A health screening could be one small but significant step toward pointing students in a positive direction. Doctors Nina spoke with say about half of the clinics in the Twin Cities area offer these same depression screening tests, but usually a parent has to ask for them after seeing some warning signs. About 800 schools in Minnesota have some sort of mental health partnership or help on site, but it's not. Yeah, you get the point. Part. I don't think we have to listen to the rest of her rhetoric. Uh, so what, what's your thought on that, Popeye? This whole push for mental health, it's the same thing with guns. It's always mental health, mental health. And people are like, yes, it's, it sounds so good because it sounds so good wrapped up in a nice little term like mental health. Oh, we're going to help you with your mental health. They're going to make everybody nutbags and they're going to make everything illegal because everybody's going to be nutbags under their terminology. Okay. What mental health screenings for children? If you know what? How about letting the kid be a kid? How about that? Hey, there's an original idea. Remember our parents used to do that? Oh, yeah, I absolutely do remember that. You know, if if the kid really is depressed, if there's signs, you'll see it, okay? And then maybe you go get him screened and get him, maybe you go talk to a professional if that's the case, okay? Or you go talk to someone, okay, whoever. You know, you do do a lot of research, though, and don't just put the kid on pills. But well, that, and that's something maybe, I wanted to address, Popeye, you know. They talk about how it had, what, seven, uh, yeah, seven students committed suicide in that school. Uh, I'd like to know, which we never find out, it's very rarely discussed, even in the, in the, in the school shootings, which we all, those of us that pay attention, know that these people are on something. How many of those seven students that committed suicide were already on some form of either ADHD or antidepressant or? Probably all of them. Yeah, exactly, but they don't tell you that part, but there's an increase in suicide, and they want to, you know, look for depression so kids don't go into suicide, so let's put them on pills so they don't go into suicide, which what, what's one of the, what's one of the major, uh, side effects of antidepressants? 
Suicide. But you can't you can't talk about that. That's the that's the this is like one of those things that like everybody knows but like nobody cares. Does that make any sense to you? Dude, (laughs) I had I've had arguments with doctors about this and you know, and I've said to them, Do you not read the inserts and the crap that you give to people? You know, do you not pay attention? Like it says suicide and you're giving it to people that are depressed and already have suicidal thoughts. Is that really is that really smart, Doc? You know, I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything, and I'm not a rocket scientist, but a little bit of common sense says one plus one equals two. Right, exactly. But the, And that's the thing I try to say to people. You know, they go, oh, well, you're not a medical doctor. How can you say what goes on? Because in all honesty, the research and, and the, the studies that we do researching these stories and, and, and the side effects of all these products, we probably have a better knowledge on some of the major drugs than most doctors, most average doctors, because they're just given. Because they, they go by what's give what's given to them by the drug company, dude. Right. And, you know, honestly, they're they're going where are they doing their research? Unless it's a doctor that does outside research outside of whatever you know, quote unquote, peer reviewed crap is fed to them, or what the you know the big boobed girl that brings them lunch every couple Bingo. Of weeks. Go. <laughs> the free trips and the. There's you know. a book. There's a book called Confections of an RX Drug Pusher. Nope. It's a good one to listen to. People should maybe go read it. Yeah. Maybe maybe pay attention to what the author has to say about what they used to do, because that's what the author used to do. She used to be one of these sales reps. She talks about how you know doctors really don't know half the stuff they don't because they're they only know the information they're given by the companies. They're going again. That's that's a logical fallacy. Think about it. That's actually a logical fallacy. Appeal to authority. You're appealing to the authority of the company that made it and believing. Everything they say, they say, and not not taking five minutes to do your own research online and see if there's any information out there. Now the problem is sometimes they hide it, and this information doesn't come out for five years. So the only information out there is whatever the company is feeding people, because the government doesn't make them. You know, I like how the 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 FDA says, well, it's because people were bitching that we're dying and they wanted they wanted drugs faster, so we just let them flood the market. Really? But, but so you're w- going to use the sick and dying as the excuse that you flood the market with death? And Real the, nice. And then when the information comes out, everybody goes, oh no, that's that's just a conspiracy theory, even though it's the proven information. But now that it's been so inbreded in their mind that this is okay or that's okay, when you when you have facts showing that the information. That, that it's not okay. They go, no, that's a conspiracy theory. That person's been discredited. That person's been removed from from their position because they're a quack. Let me explain something about the term conspiracy theory. Okay, it's misused. First of all, the term itself, as a pejorative label, goes back to the '60s after the Kennedy assassination and Langley, which is the CIA headquarters. They started using it as a meme, as a pejorative label, in order to lock in anyone that did not agree with the official version of the Kennedy assassination because the official version was a lone gunman. So if you said anybody else did it, it could have been Oswald. You could have said Oswald and the Martians did it, and you would have been labeled a conspiracy theorist because it conspiracy by definition, this is, see, this is why they use the term conspiracy. But today's people, 50 years later, the term's been misused, and I'll get into that in a second really quick. But People don't understand the true definition of the word conspiracy. That's one of the big problems. It liter- Go look it up. Hey, people get charged with it, by the way, in courts of law every day. Conspiracy to commit robbery, conspiracy to commit murder, conspiracy to commit whatever. Okay, extortion, whatever. People get charged with it all the time. But guess what the big factor is on those? There's more than what? 
Well, it, that's more than one person. More than one person. <laughs> the definition of conspiracy literally means two or more people, meaning more than one person, because obviously if it's more than one, it's two, right? So two or more people getting together to do something bad. Yeah, one plus one is still two, right? Yes. Okay. Well, that's the definition of conspiracy. So when the, when the label was used, it was used because they were saying, oh, they think there's more than one person when it was clearly Oswald. It had to, now they had to do that because at the time, if you had looked, and it's still the same way, if you look into the Kennedy assassination, even if someone said the Martians did it, okay, if you look into the Kennedy assassination, you will see, even if there's disinfo out there, it leads you, because there's so many connections, there's so many people involved in it, you will stumble across real information. And if that happened, people might get down the, the trail and they might figure something out. So they couldn't have that. Okay, so assassination of one's character. You're a conspiracy theorist. It's actually an ad hominem attack. It's a logical fallacy. It, it, the use of logical fallacies, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, means that you don't have a real argument. So if, like, Sean and I were debating, right? And he was like, well, chemtrails are real. And I was one of these people that thinks that, you know, they don't exist and that they're just natural contrails. Right. And you're, you're like, you're like, dude, there's, look, here's, here's research, here's evidence, their own white papers from geoengineers that say they're spraying things into the atmosphere, blah, 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 blah. And I came back with, well, you're just a chemtard. <laughs> that, which happens, that is a, a, uh, an ad hominem attack. It's a logical fallacy. It's me attacking your character rather than what you're trying to debate me with. The use of a logical fallacy means that you really don't have a valid argument. And you're, you, you don't have anything to stand on. So you, you have to use the logical fallacies as a way of trying to combat the argument. And you don't really have one. So if someone tries to debate you with the use of logical fallacies, you have to be, the reason why I push the understanding of them is because when you see people using them, you have to end the debate. You can't continue the argument because you'll never win it. No, yeah, right. because, because it's an argument made for them to be able to beat you because it's made by them. It's a, it's a crappy, false, argument it's it's this it's this false version of what the real argument is so what you have to do is you have to point out and say that's a straw man that's an ad hominem attack whatever it is it's a logical fallacy either come at me with some real evidence some empirical evidence that can debate and debunk quote unquote or attempt to debunk because look you can't debunk something unless it's full of bunk Okay, that's another term that's misused. I hate debunking. That's like the big, because everybody's using it now. It's, it's used constantly. It's almost become second vocabulary. Right, but you can only use, you can only, see, the problem is people misuse words left and right, but you can only, you can only debunk something if it's full of crap. So it's not full of bunk just because you think it's full of bunk. It actually has to be full of crap. See, that's another problem. People get into debates and they think because they personally think something is correct that it has to be correct and that's it they know i've done the i saw a documentary i read one blog how about doing multiple hours of research right, right. okay how about spending multiple days researching something before you come off with an opinion that's what i did before i started doing radio i did years of research before i ever came on air and, and did radio. You know what I, I used to get? I talk about stuff just because I want to hear my, myself think. I don't get paid for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know what I used to get, Popeye, all the time when I was doing that, that segment with the terrestrial guy? 
um, I would say, you know, just do your research. Just, you know, I've researched this. I've looked into this. I've, I've, I've thought about this. And the big joke was, oh, you got your white coat on. You're going to do research. And, and that, what do you think? Logical fallacy. Uh, what do you it's think? Logical fallacy. Right, exactly. You're, you're, you're giving them, the, it's, it, it's just like if you try to, if you say something to somebody and like you, you give a valid criticism of somebody and they answer your criticism with criticism of you. They don't answer the criticism that you gave. They just, answer you back with crit that's another logical fallacy it's the same look if they can't if they don't have a valid argument they're going to resort to childish antics like that and you know what you do you just you should you tell them look you call them out you say the use of logical fallacies means you don't have a real argument i'm not going to debate you on this topic unless you unless you come at me with some valid information and if they continue with their childishness you just keep pointing out you say see what i mean this is a perfect example of how you're being childish right are you ready to be and you say you have to be a condescending prick you have to say, are you going to be an adult? Are you going to be an adult? Are you going to be an adult? You're not gonna, if they're not going to be an adult, hang up. Even if the person's, even if the, the person's a, a big radio personality or thinks they're a big radio personality anyway, even in their own mind. And, you know, they have some little FM radio broadcast somewhere in some local city and, you know, they, they want to make fun of you or whatever. Then you just, you, you tell them, look, either you, you got to be, you got to be willing to hang up on them. Even if they, 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 they talk crap about you for five minutes, who cares? You know, they, they can run their mouths all they want. Right. They're going to look like the jagoffs they are eventually. After two and a half years, I just had to stop doing it. Honestly, that's what happened. I don't blame you. It's not worth it, dude, yeah. because it's a, look, you can't engage. If someone's not willing to just shut their mouth and turn their ego off and open their ears for five minutes, you're not going to get through to them. You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Whatever. You shoot it, though, once you get there. <laughs> you know what, dude? It's, not, it's honestly, it's not even worth wasting your bullet because. <laughs> Eventually, Let it go. <laughs> well, eventually, if they don't learn, I mean, eventually they'll they'll have to deal with the issues on their own, and eventually they'll come to the conclusion that you were right. But it might be too late for them by the time they come to that conclusion. So that's not your problem. That's one of my biggest fears, man. Is is that people will it'll be too late before too many people wake up. But then again, we can't live in fear. Um, I, I know you got a show coming up soon. We're we're almost out of time here. We we talked a lot about research, and I know when I started in the, all this. Uh, your, your website, federaljack.com was, was young. It was only a few years old, if that. But I got a lot of my information from there. You had, uh, great references for documentaries. Uh, you even had at the time, I don't know if you're still doing it, the, the terabyte drive with preloaded with all documentaries and files and, uh, bring us up to what you guys are still doing. Uh, let's talk about your, your show on truth frequency, uh, which airs in a, in a half hour, which you guys can pick up on, uh, truth frequency radio. So bring us up to speed on all that, and then we'll cut you loose. Well, uh, let's start with the website first. The the site I haven't done much with. I mean, I post my ar- my archives and stuff to it. Once in a while, we have uh, a couple writers that uh, will submit stories and stuff, and sometimes I'll try to post stuff. I haven't been – I took it out of the the cycle of the, the alternative media news cycle a couple years back because I realized that it, the alternative media was becoming a mini version of the mainstream media, and we were we were actually – kind of creating our own news cycle and that, you know, a lot of stuff was just becoming what I call clickbait. So I decided that I, that's not what I had gotten into this for. I don't get paid for this. I don't have sponsors or anything. So I don't get money from getting lots of hits to my site. So I, perp- I mean, there was one point where Federal Jack was the one of the top 40,000 sites in the U.S. Uh, if you went to Alexa and check the Alexa ranks. I don't care anymore about that stuff. Uh, I, I really didn't care about it back then, but I mean... I was just pushing information out and people were going to the site, but I realized I was becoming part of a cycle 
uh, that I did not want to be good. This, it, it's not about just putting out, it was almost like the alter, the mainstream media would put out a story and the alternative, and it, it, it happens this way. The alternative media responds to it right. in their own version. And it's like this, the cycle that works off the mainstream media cycle. I didn't want to be part of that because that's why, not why I got into this. So long story short, I decided that I was going to just post relevant stuff, keep them in the sites, an archive of information. There's thousands of articles up there. There's all of my radio show archives. There's an entire download section, which I created, which there's multiple, like a 9-11 section, a reality of war section, a JFK section, and each one has their own. It's a download page with just documentaries, PDFs, interviews, whatever. That, like um, I said, that's one of the ways I learned, man. That That's one of the tools I used in my, because I've been in this five years, maybe six. That was one of my tools that I use on a regular basis. So I said, I've been following you and known you for four or five years. Um, well, that's where I went back. See, I, we, we always posted news articles and stuff, but, uh, you know, like I said, I noticed that I was starting to get caught up in this cycle and I wanted to go back to the roots of, you know, it being like a, a researcher's bat utility belt. Cause that's what the site was originally intended for was to be an archive of knowledge. So even if someone was researching something five or 10 years later, they could go back and find it in our database. And uh, that's when I decided that I was going to start building the download section and all that stuff. I wanted the site to go back to its roots. So that's where it's at right now. And we're going to give it a, a facelift and we got a couple other things that we're doing to it. It's just, I would, you know, with everything going on, uh, I kind of got derailed the past few months and then now I'm getting everything back on track. So that's how, that's what's up with federal Jack. As for the radio show, it's two nights a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 PM to 9 PM Eastern time over on true frequency. And, uh, I, I was doing four days a week, but I cut back right now to two and it's yeah. actually a little bit better because now my show's, um, more poignant, more to the point, yeah, more direct, more powerful because I have to, I have to, I have less time each week. So, and not that they weren't powerful before, but now they're like a thousand times more powerful because I have less time. So I put all that energy and, and love into uh, a smaller amount of time, which I, I think it works out well. And for those so, who don't know that, uh, Truth Frequency was started by Chris and Cherie Geo. Geo. Um, so they put that all together, right? Uh, there, Popeye. Yes, the, yeah. Chris and Cherie started that because they were tired of all the infighting and all the crap that was going on at all these other networks. So Chris decided to uh, create his own network, and then him and Cherie went about building Truth Frequency, and the rest is history. Yeah, they're, they're good people. I mean, I'm friends with Frank Castle. I'm sure you've crossed paths with him in the past. Um, Frank's a good guy. Yeah, you know, so it, it's a good group of people. Make sure you'll hear uh, actually one of uh, Chris's songs here in the break that we're going to take here in a moment. Uh, Pop, I want to thank you, man. It's been a long time. Let's not uh, let it go that that long next time. Uh, you know, you got some great information. I've got my handful of listeners. You know, I just want to get them whatever I can. So let's well, talk about that thing we talked about off air, and uh, and yeah, maybe we and can clear it clear it with Lexi too. So I'm gonna drag you on my show during the week one night, either a Tuesday or Thursday. You let me know what's a better night during the week, and I'll drag you on for two hours. All right, brother, that'd be great. I really appreciate your time, guys. Make sure you check out federaljack.com and Truth Frequency Radio. Find Popeye, everybody else over there. Uh, you know, that's what part of this, this doing this radio thing is about, is helping, uh, the other guys. You know, it's not about always fighting. It's about sometimes helping the other guy get a nudge up. Right, bud? I agree. We have to work as a team. Either we stand together or we hang separate. That's right. All right, brother. You have a great night. I know you got your show coming up. I direct everybody to go check it out after, uh, I'm all wrapped up here because that's what time I'll wrap up. <laughs> Yep, down the rabbit hole with Popeye, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TFR. Later, brother. Thanks for having me on again, Sean. Peace, man. Thank you. And there he goes, man. I, I want to thank Popeye again. Make sure you guys check him out. 
Uh, we'll come back. We'll wrap up a you know a couple minutes of, of talking and, and BSing together, and uh, maybe some phone calls. I'll talk to you guys in a couple minutes. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum, cum trail... I've got lesbians and he's got cum trail. <laughs> okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think is gonna, they're going to have to redirect... The American's mindset. <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Jump up on this mic, these haters take a step back. It's all about the movement, spitting nothing but the facts. I got this bitch brigade on my couch, just getting whacked. Now I got these bitch ass haters steady tightening on my back, man. What the fuck is going on? Go and tell bros coming wrong. Trying to stop the message, cause the message coming too damn strong. Never do I play along, shake them off like all day long. Focus on my mission while they plot and ski from dusk till dawn. But I don't give a fuck, I never have, I never will. It's just another chance for me to brush up on my skill. They do it for the hate, man, some do it for the thrill. I do it for the love, cause I gotta keep it real. Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always stop. Dodge and duck it, rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it, rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Hey yo, Chris, I can feel you like 120%. Haters and infiltrators are hell bent. I want to tie them up and make them repent, and then find out by whom they were sent. These days they seem all out. And if you know payday, you know he's balls out. Alex Jones, he can't stand criticism. And I don't trust him as far as I can spit it at him. That's the way it's gotta be. Until we know the details of the Council for National Policy. I can only take a stab at it. But what I do know is their agenda's very elaborate. So who the fuck can we trust? When it comes down to the grizzle, my nizzle, I'm ready to bust. Till the clip is empty. These days, I don't even trust Gerald Salente. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. We in the middle of a war and I got a mission. Exposing these hoes is controlled opposition. Listen, I ain't hating a dissing. I'm just trying to expand your vision. For real, it's sick men, the condition. 
conditions we live in. They trying to transform the planet to a prison. And most of these sheep is halfway asleep, sitting in their living rooms, watching their televisions. Yeah, but some of us is different. We read the newspapers thinking, who the fuck they kidding? We hate these politicians, and it doesn't really matter if their last name is Bush, Obama, or Clinton. We saw the Twin Towers, and we thought demolition. The powers that be said, well, you gotta get them. You can tell them anything to make them feel like victims, so long as Jesuits and Zionists are never It was a dark night, 
more like love at first sight. Around midnight, we might just see a bar fight. It never fails now that Mickey's out of jail. He was Jimmy's friend, the one that left the phony paper trail. Heard he got cold feet, so we got off the street, but he was in too deep. The man was never the same, and now his new thing looks like alcohol and cocaine. And in the streets, that's fresh. But up in here, this place, it's nothing but stress. Can a man be changed? In an insane world, the crazy man becomes king. Or is it just this place? That's known to steal your soul, I hope you brought your suitcase. Or was it just too late to go back in time before the chick blue face? When I'm drugs that are put into malaria. Now, baldness is it's a terrible thing. Uh, uh, and rich men are afflicted. Uh, and so that's why that uh, priority has been set. But malaria, the, even the million deaths a year caused by malaria greatly understate its impact. Uh, over 200 million people at any one time are suffering from it. Uh, it means that you can't get the economies in these areas going because uh, there's just it holds things back so much. Now malaria is, of course, transmitted by mosquitoes. Uh, I brought some here so you could uh, experience this. We'll let let those roam around the uh, auditorium a little bit. 
there. There's no reason only poor people should have, have the experience. Uh, That those mosquitoes are not, not in fact. All right, I am back with you guys for about, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes more or so. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Papa. I really appreciate him taking the time. Make sure you guys tune in to Truth Frequency Radio and uh, listen. Check him out. We'll come back over here about nine o'clock. Uh, you can get some, uh, some Bob Tuscan at nine o'clock tonight. And of course, our favorite Gonzo Radio. Filling out the night. Bringing down the stupid route. Who knows? Now, they, they can get serious sometimes. I don't know what they're going to talk about now that football's over. Just have to check it out to see what they're going to talk about. Anyway. You know, I really enjoy doing this. It gives you time to just contemplate things. Just try to, you know, figure out what's going on in your own mind sometimes. What is going on in your own mind? You ever really think about that? You ever sit down and wonder what what it is in your mind that you need to figure out or that maybe doesn't make sense? It's okay to think about it, guys. It, it really is. It doesn't make you crazy to look at the other side of some things. Sometimes opening up that third eye, as they like to say, you get some insight. You realize uh, maybe you weren't thinking quite right on, on some things. Eh, it doesn't matter what it is. It, it could be vaccination. It could be 9-11. It could be Oklahoma City. It could be... Pearl Harbor, it could be the JFK assassination. It could be so many different things. You know, like I said, I get pigeonholed sometimes into, into certain topics. And it's hard to get out of, out of that when you're pigeonholed. It, it really, it draws you in. It makes you focus on it. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it helps you increase your education on that one given topic. No, I guess it's a positive, right? But then that's all you focus on for a little bit. So how do you figure out how to balance it? How do you, how do you work through it? Oh, you, you don't. There's no real way to do it. You just deal with it. it. It's just what the fun is. I'm trying to find, I don't, I don't really want to do any cop bashing right now. Uh, nine four one four two one zero four zero one. If you've got something you want to, you know, talk about or bring up, a question, a comment, a thought, nine four one four two one zero four zero one. Yeah, I am. I'm reaching out, trying to figure out. You know, do I want to talk about the the New York cop that pulled his uh, his gun on a bunch of kids having a snowball fight? I thought that was interesting. You know, things catch my attention sometimes, and they're not always. The greatest things makes you wonder, like what, what, what? Why would you do something like that? Uh, I had there was a video, but of course, the video is coming unfound. This video has been removed because of its content. Hold on, I'm refreshing the page to see if that might help me a little bit. Uh, it looks like there was an update on this story. Don't fucking move, guys. 
They were having a snowball fight. This group of guys was having a snowball fight and now the cop has a gun on them. Yeah, it was kind of weird video. Yeah, sometimes I don't get to watch all this stuff before. Let's hear it. says, according to New York Daily News, there was no snowball fight. New Rochester Deputy Commissioner Anthony Murphy told the Daily News, calling the video a piece of clever mischief. You know, I've been seeing this as an argument against a lot of these uh, police videos recently where they say uh, they're, they're highly edited or uh, they're uh, they're mischievous. <laughs> He said police were responding to a 911 call around 4 p.m. Friday that a teenager standing in a group of six near the Hedridge house had pulled a gun from his waistband and pointed it at another person. We dispatched several cars to the area. Police officers got out of the cars and one of the individuals bent down, adjusting something in his waistband and ran, Murphy said. As one officer took off after the suspect, another remained with the five teens who did not run, Murphy said. Don't effing move, guys, the cop shouts in one of the two clips that we see uh, uh, that were sent to talk of the sound. Two teens were two teens can be seen in the video kneeling with their hands in the air. The officer frisks both of them, ordering them to stand up. The group was com- compl- complainant. Wait, the group was complainant, Murphy said. At the same time, the other cop is the foot pursuit of the suspect. Okay, now, that's the first I saw of that. I'll give credit there to a degree. Uh, obviously, the guy running is the bad guy. So, you know, be protective of yourself. But I don't know if what I saw in that video is quite necessary for a bunch of kids that aren't running, because obviously the bad guy is going to run. The rest of them are probably going, uh, we didn't know he had a gun, or, uh, you know, he pulled a gun on us. I don't know. I'll give that one credit. You know, I'll always admit when I might have been bamboozled, or maybe misdirected. It happens. Happens to the the best of them, right? We'll see that, see how that works. See how you can look at something and go, oh, well... Maybe it's not quite what they're trying to make it. What happens? And I'm glad I can do that live on air and have a change of heart. I would be concerned as an officer. One guy running, again. I don't know if I'd be pointing my gun at other guys that appear to be juveniles. Again, I would think they'd all run. And there was no gun found on them, from what I read. So good. Very good. I don't know. I think I'm going to wrap it up for the night, guys. Put you a song or two on. Stick around for, uh, you know, check out Popeye's show tonight on True Frequency. You know, maybe down the road we'll be uh, simulcasting him. Got to fill spots, right? Again, you got uh, Bob Tuscan at, t- at 9, 9 to 10, and then 10 o'clock, uh, Gonzo. Bunch of guys having fun, talking stuff. I think Amber probably, I think Amber's part of that show now, or at least she joins them a lot. I think they needed to bring the testosterone down a little bit, so they wanted to add her into it. Well, guys, as usual, you know, I've had a lot of fun tonight with the show. 
I, I again I want to thank Popeye. Remember as you're out there, remember as you're thinking about stuff. We're all human beings. Love each other. Stand up for each other. Be safe. Peace out. Talk to you guys later. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all. With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown. Please don't go. And I.
so much thanks first 52 is the bump diggity Zone. This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home. 